Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is to know when it's smart to make your goals more challenging and when you're best off keeping them simple. Both are sometimes wise, but in general, I think the latter is more often the case than the former. I was thinking of this when I got a letter from a before breakfast listener who had been setting daily fitness goals on his phone. Recently, he wrote, my phone asked me to change my daily fitness goals because I had been meeting them fairly frequently. This got me thinking, is it better for someone to set goals that are right on the cusp of being attainable and being accepting of falling a little short from time to time, or to set goals that should be achievable and celebrate even more when you exceed those goals? It's a good question, and there's no universal right answer. I think that the answer varies depending on what you're trying to do. For instance, many people pursue personal records or PRs in races. And the whole point of a PR is that once you set a PR, you have to go faster to set a new one. If you're recovering from an illness or injury, it might make sense to raise your goals over time because something that was difficult at the beginning might be really easy in a few weeks or months. And so it might make sense to push yourself since you know that the future will be so different from the present. That said, I'm a much bigger fan of what I call process goals than outcome goals. Outcome goals are things like running a sub two-hour half marathon or getting an A in a class or signing up a certain number of new clients for bank accounts. It's not that there's anything wrong with these goals per se. It's that some factors are out of your control, which can be discouraging. And in certain situations, outcome goals can also skew people's incentives. An A in a class is not a good in its own right. It's just a letter on a piece of paper. What matters is that it represents the accumulation of knowledge. But when the A becomes a good in its own right, people become tempted to cheat. Think of school systems fudging test scores. Likewise, you can bring new clients to a bank by offering a great product and great customer service. Or you can invent new accounts out of whole cloth and hope no one notices before the bonus checks get cashed. I think we've all read the headlines about that story. Process goals, on the other hand, are goods in their own right. These are habits by another name, and they do tend to lead to the desired outcomes over time, but even if you don't meet a specific outcome, you're probably better off than you would be otherwise. A process goal is something like my running streak, running every day for at least a mile. Or if we think of our academic example, rather than aiming to get an A in a class, you set a goal to study for at least five hours a week. And rather than focus on how many new clients you land, you set a goal to ask existing clients to refer people to you every time you have a positive interaction. By their nature, process goals tend not to benefit from raising them over time. The point is to just keep doing them again and again and again. By keeping them relatively simple, we keep them in our lives, even when it would be easier not to. Most days, I run a lot more than one mile, and I'm always happy when I do. But by keeping the mile as my goal, I don't feel any resistance to it. And I don't feel like a failure on the days when I can't run much more than a mile. I just keep going.
So in general, my thought is that unless you're really gunning for something big and you're excited about a more challenging goal, it's best to keep the goals simple and doable. Our listener is probably better off aiming for 5,000 steps a day and exceeding this regularly, but still feeling good on the days when he's tired or on a plane for 10 hours and he only hits 5,000 steps than following his fitness app's directive to change his goals. Daily success is motivational. Failure generally isn't. I prefer to celebrate what goes right. Now, I know that goals are a big deal in productivity circles, so I'm happy to get notes from people telling me why I'm wrong. And challenging goals that involve a big risk of failure are the way to go. You can let me know what you think at Before Breakfast Podcast at iHeartMedia.com. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.